Hey everybody, featuring Jeff Goldblum, featuring me, Tyler, Tyler Armstrong, I got it there. <laughs> Quick blank. And featuring me, Austin Armstrong. You sound good today, Austin. Yeah, thank you. Uh, in the studio today, we brought... In the studio to Dave. Did you hear that? In the studio to Dave, we brought exactly that. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dave McClintock? McClintock. Did I make up your last name? Dave McLean. Dave. McLean. Yeah. Why did I get McClintock? McClintock is pretty cool, I like though. that. That could be a good nickname. I like McLean better. It's like Die Hard. That is. What if McClintock was my middle name? My right. last Dave name. McClintock McLean. Yeah. Yeah. Die Hard that. For now on, but that's not your middle name. No, it's David Thomas McLean. Correct. You know a lot about Dave. You want to do? A We've quick... been friends for over ten years. Want to do a quick intro? Dave McLean from Jacksonville, Florida. No, <laughs> wrong already. <laughs> oh no, I love this. So let's get some okay, music behind Dave you as you just totally blow it. Is a <laughs> should I say it, Dave? Do you know what I'm going to say? Oh yeah, yeah. Dave is a left-handed, red-headed Floridian. You got the order wrong, but yeah. Well, whatever. It's a good line from Janine. Did you hear that, Ty? A He's left-handed. A red-headed. Red-headed. Floridian. I, I was at work one day where I worked with Janine, and she said to me, wait a minute, are you telling me you're a red-headed, left-handed Floridian? <laughs> That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a comedy genius. Yeah. Red-headed, left-handed Floridian. Yeah. So, But you're not from Jacksonville? No, well, I'm like 40 minutes away from Jacksonville, but it's like, it was our city, but it still was like a world away, in a sense. But you always say you're from Jacksonville, so was I'm there, not like is that Is there a wrong. name for the swamp that you're from? Uh, Fernandina Beach on historic Amelia Island. Dave's from an island, Wait, you're man. A, you're a Florida <laughs> Islander. Yeah, 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 it's in the farthest north and east of Florida, so it's on the little corner of it. Wow. There's a river that's north of it that goes to the ocean, and on the other side is Georgia. That's trippy. Yeah, yeah. So do we have all the classic uh, Florida things out there? Um, pretty... It's north, so it's different than South Florida, but there's still so many absurd things. I don't feel like... We didn't have people eating off people's faces and stuff, but... <laughs> You really missed out on yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's kind of a bummer. Which, when I first heard that, I had been working in the backcountry in Yosemite, and I hadn't like heard news for two weeks, and that was the first thing I heard. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're like, classic Florida. Yeah. Uh, but we've got gators and swamps and hurricanes and... All the fun stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Very, very much that. Yeah. Can I tell the story of how I first spoke to Janine? Is that okay with you? It's <laughs> it's okay with me. Okay, sure, but then I get to defend myself afterwards. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. And it's not attacking Janine, I don't think. But uh so I know Janine first from this job we worked together up in the high country of Yosemite in Tuolumne, where we worked at basically a general store. And we also lived behind set store. <laughs> yeah. But it was in a super pretty spot. But uh, I was going to work up there, and I had been working in Yosemite Valley, and I got a really bad case of pneumonia, which may have been, like, hantavirus, but, like, I had to go live in a motel for, like, 10 days where I watched <laughs> the TV show Lost and went crazy. And uh, um, But at some point, I was, like, it was such, by day seven, I'm, like, oh, have I forgotten to, like, check in with real life uh, or with life? And I... 
I called because I, I was already have supposed to have been started working, but had talked to the boss like weeks earlier and was like, I'm super sick, but I was calling just to make sure everything was still good. And Janine answered the phone <laughs> when I called. we had never met at this point. We've never met. We've never met. Um, and I was like, uh, and just my typical awkward self, just being like, oh, I'm calling the place I'm going to work at. But like I, I call and Janine answers and I'm like, hey, I just wanted to make sure uh, Jamie, our boss, um, knows that I'm, I'm sick and I have pneumonia. And Janine goes, yeah, she knows that. Everybody knows that. <laughs> 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 I'm like... <laughs> what (laughs) uh like oh oh okay Uh, i'm sorry (laughs) but i think she was very busy and our job was frustrating and stressful uh so she had like a line of people staring at her while she was on the phone Um, dave always makes me sound so mean (laughs) i do in that story try to try to lean into that a little bit (laughs) i mean what were you busy doing like it was a busy job there's like canned goods and Sometimes that was part of it. (laughs) That was the fun part. But no, when you were working, half of the job was working the register, and there's like 30 people holding Mountain Dews and Gatorades trying to get out of the store. Yeah. And they're on vacation, so they're stressed out. They'll hike somewhere, and their family's freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're, or they're from the PCT and they fucking stink. I mean, hella stink. <laughs> and yeah. Are we still not swearing? Is that a thing? No, no. We gave that up a while oh, ago. Okay. I don't think we can keep Yeah. That. And We're they lit. fucking stink right. so bad. Yeah, and they just want to buy shit. And like tons of people from the trail. People would, because we were kind of in the middle of the PCT yeah. roughly. Uh, For those that don't know, that's the Pacific Coast Trail, right? Pacific Crest Trail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that stretches from... From Canada to Mexico. Yeah, it's crazy. The one that is in wild, the... the, uh, Right, with the the blonde... Or into the wild. No, No, wild. Oh, wild. With Reese Witherspoon. And also into the wild. Oh, did he do it too? I thought he went to Alaska. No, he... He goes to Tuolumne, but he wasn't on the... Maybe he hiked a little bit of it. He was on the PCT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, please. I don't know. I just remember he ate berries and shit himself to death. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, the job could be stressful. Yeah. So, how was your first day? Were you afraid to meet Janine? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> I think I was like, okay, I gotta figure out who this person is. Because I can't have that hanging over my head. I have so many stories of the first time people met me up there and they hated me. They thought they the the line everybody says is, I thought you were such a bitch when I met you. (laughs) We were kind of immediately buddies. Yeah, it was was different with you. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't like me when they first met me. Dave. Yeah, I guess we hit it off immediately. Mm -hmm. I'd say so. Well, besides the phone call. The first yeah. in person. Yes. Oh, yeah. I guess I did think exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. your reaction? Poor Wheezy Dave on the phone just trying to let After us work. you got out. off the phone, what was your reaction? I was like, fuck, everybody hates me up there. Like, <laughs> everybody oh. knows Dave. Yeah. I'm like, I'm screwing up the whole schedule. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And they're like, who is this person? After, like, what, you know, 12 years? I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I now You're accept. the first here, guys. Twelve years. <laughs> the first apology. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I actually, you two gingers. I've been friends with both of you for so long, and Tyler and I met so long ago. That's true. Mm-hmm. Actually, we really only met like a year and a half to two years before I met Dave. 
early 2008, late 2007. That sounds right. No, I know our friendship date. Duh. We have our friendship anniversary. It's actually Valentine's Day. It's, so it's, it's the year Step Up 2 came out yeah. on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was 2008. 2008. Yeah. Uh, February 14th. It was a good day. I forgot that. I knew when Step Up 1 came out, but I didn't know. Just like Magic Mike, Step Up 2 is just better. Yeah. It was just more fun-loving. It's better. It also actually has the same lead star in it, so that sort of makes sense. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Did you you know that, Dave? I don't know if I remember. It's Tatum. uh, I didn't know that. And I don't know if I'm trying to remember Step Up. Was that like the one? To the Streets. Yeah, (laughs) I'm trying to think of a title that was like similar of that time and of that like I don't know goofy teenage uh, teenage. Oh no, they were definitely teenage. (laughs) Other than Channing Tatum, who I'm pretty sure was an adult man by then. He was 40. Yeah, but everybody else was. He just looks good. (laughs) That was when that was still alive. Um, Yeah, but Tyler and I, we spent 30 days straight together after that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a, we didn't have to in a general store. No, we didn't have to. We didn't live together. <laughs> we, made a, we made a choice. <laughs> we just like hung why, out. Why? Why was that? It just happened. Oh yeah. Uh, I was working the theater at the time. I got off my shift. Uh, Janine was hanging out in front of the theater. She yeah. she knew everybody there too, but we had never really hung out before. We'd mm-hmm. like yeah. been friend adjacent for a while. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "You want to see a movie?" And I'm like, "I guess." And she wanted to see Step Up too. And we go in. And mm-hmm. I like, I like go to sit down, and then she just like walks past where I sit, and goes like all the way up towards the front, and goes like almost the front row, and then like steps into an aisle, and like sits down. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> the worst seat in the house. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm getting trolled hard. And then like the movie starts up, and as soon as the music starts, she just stands up and starts dancing her ass off. And so then I'm sitting there for about a minute and a half, and I'm like, I guess I should be dancing too. And then we kind of dance towards each other and dance around. <laughs> the whole movie kind of just dancing and enjoying ourselves and then we get out of the movie at however long hour and 40 minutes i guess hour 30 minutes later Mm -hmm. and she needs a ride home so i'm like sure i'll take you home and then on the way home she's like do you want to make lasagna and i'm like i I guess (laughs) and i i had to make vegetarian lasagna yep for a class i was in (laughs) <laughs> were y'all sitting next to each other in the theater because you decided to go in together we didn't do much sitting yeah we just danced okay but did y'all initially no no like i said she went right past me yeah oh okay i sat down yeah, that's a- <laughs> she kept going i was trying to like find us seats trying to like be like yeah. oh i'll just be like you know and do you like the front of the movie theater sometimes no. or did you think it was going to be like you felt was, more like you were in it if you were dancing closer I, to I the I think it was my plan to like dance yeah you know she didn't yeah. want to watch a movie she wanted to dance <laughs> yeah I wanted to dance <laughs> but it all worked out and then we just basically spent 30 days together watching how Stella got her groove back and point break dirty dancing and dirty dancing mm-hmm. nice because that's the only VHS tape she had. This <laughs> yeah. little tiny TV thing that she had there. I had a little t- VHS built into a TV that we put oh, we put an sweet. extension cord and put it on my back porch, and we'd sleep on my back porch in sleeping bags instead of sleeping in my bed inside the apartment. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. That's fun. Good times. Yeah. Nice. That's well, awesome. good. Yeah. And wait, you should tell the story about when you met my boyfriend. Oh, God. So, and you had a boyfriend this whole. I had a boyfriend days. the whole time. And was he at all like, "Hey, Janine, I've noticed." Uh, <laughs> well, even this new friend of yours. Well, the first time he decided <laughs> to, to sleep. 
the first time he decided to show up, uh, I happened to be there because I stay the night a lot. Yeah. Because like, we would just, you know, like mm-hmm. hang out yeah. on the back porch and sleeping bags, drink, whatever. And she had yeah. gone. I don't know if she went to work or where she went. It was. Yeah. But she she left. And I was like in my boxers in her living room with the tiny TV. Yeah. Like hanging out, just watching. Yeah. I think House Teller got a groove back that yeah. time because I had nothing mm-hmm. better to do. And it's like drinking a beer in my boxers in the living room and this guy comes in he's like who the hell are you and i'm like who the hell are you <laughs> thinking like somebody just like broke into our house <laughs> this is this random dude he's like i'm thaddeus i'm janine's boyfriend i'm like oh <laughs> and his name was thaddeus yeah, oh my god that. it was so awkward and i kept trying to tell him like oh nothing's going on here i've just been like hanging out a lot he's like you're doing what <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no getting my way out of this. He's one. like, there's clearly something going on. If the first thing you say is there's nothing going on, there's absolutely nothing going on. Let me find some pants and we can talk. <laughs> so good. Love oh, it. I remember how we resolved that. Eventually, Janine got involved and. But I eventually, also eventually, I just broke up with him and kept being friends with you. Yeah. Because he did not like you. No. Shocker. No, he was not a fan. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have the fir- the best first meeting either. Yeah. No. He probably thought I was a real bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was an awful human being. So, uh, you know, that's okay. To... Yeah, I've never heard stories of Thaddeus. He, you know, was like, slowly revealed how racist he was oh, during yeah. the racial relationship. Cool. And, um, you know, was a bad person and a, a cheese addict. You know how that is. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah. yeah I was... didn't want to sympathize with this. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> he was very into cheese. It was a common vein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a bad choice. It was a, uh, you know, I was young. You were yeah. young. Yeah. I was like 20. Two you gotta something. date some racist cheese addicts once in a while. Yeah, some young, racist you know? cheese Get those out of the way early. And did y'all yeah. say, like, did y'all ever be like, was 30 days like, okay, we gotta spend one day apart at 30 no, days? No, or? the way we found out it was 30 days straight was, I think one of us started dating somebody else or something, and we just started spending less time with each other, maybe? That but about the right. way that we found out that it was actually 30 days is because I used to keep journals back then, yeah. and I went and looked back at my journal, and I wrote about Tyler for 30 days straight, <laughs> and what we did for 30 days straight. <laughs> Dear <So>. diary, <laughs> Tyler and I went to visit the seals today. Yeah. <laughs> no, that probably happened. So, yeah, it probably did. Yeah. It was like Civil War diaries. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter four. <laughs> Tyler and Ice gift rocks all day today. <laughs> I've never known a friendship so pure. <laughs> yeah, real good. No, that's a. Dave's really good at doing voices. Uh, I was trying to do the wizard people voice. Yeah. Do you know that? I think that's maybe what it's called. Where the guy yeah. did the voiceover all the way through the Harry Potter first movie. Oh my god. Yeah. I did. I think uh, Janina and he, Matthew showed me that. It's yeah, pretty and fun. he got sued by Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Did he actually get sued? Yeah. But like years later, he even had in the credits where he's like, and if anybody who's involved in the movie ever actually sees this, like, yeah. please don't sue me. Yeah. I mean, no offense. He's like, I'm a big fan of the movie. I've never actually read the books. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but he did get sued. And Harry spiraled into a great depression. I think he like took it on the road and was like doing like a showcase money for it, and it was and got like slightly big to where people knew of him, and like he pushed it too far. Like a hairy truck of a man, Haggard descends from the sky. There's a lot of excellent lines that I do not take credit for, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, because like. Harry's an alcoholic in it, and it's just funny. Yeah, I like that version better. Yeah, it's good. He's always like, oh, the uh, the scene where they're playing the sport in the sky is particularly good. Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah, <laughs> the he refers sport to in the sky. Dave. The, uh, <laughs> Jesus is sport. Yeah, Jesus. Because all the Slytherin people are so like weird looking. At one point, they're like. Uh, and the ugliest boy in the world <laughs> with wood chips for teeth pursues Harry. <laughs> but Harry, like the fucking animal that he is, will not go down. <laughs> so good. Oh, I could just listen to that all day. Yeah, it's good. Oh, speaking of weird movies and stuff, I think it's the 35th anniversary of The Fly today. Is it? Yeah, or maybe yesterday, but... Because I was 22 when that came out, so that adds up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because you're, what is that, 57? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you're 57 now, so that would make perfect sense. Yeah. But... (laughs) You look good for 57. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen The Fly? I have, of course. Okay, I haven't seen it. I I need to. It's It's your homework assignment. Yeah, it should be homework, because it's both like a masterpiece and also disgusting mm-hmm. like i believe it yeah like it seems it's one of those movies that you really want to watch and once you watch it you're like i'm not gonna watch that you're again like, for I'm like probably a decade gonna because have nightmares. is it disgusting when it's like the close-up because you know what it's fly about his faces are pretty well i've seen the simpsons take off from the halloween mm-hmm. horror nights like a mm-hmm. hundred times but uh so i know he like gets half a fly face or he turns into a fly right uh they go into like a, a teleporter thing so. He was supposed to be able to just transport people between the two. So it was a teleporter yeah, thing. Yeah, a teleportation okay. yeah, but, thing. But as he's trying to set up this experiment to test it, a fly flies into the little teleporter on one side. And what he ends up doing is like teleporting with the fly. With the fly. Yeah. And, and crossing the molecules. And they become like, there's a little tiny fly, um, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And there's a nasty giant fly, yeah. Jeff Goldblum, who vomits to eat like a fly and starts shedding his Do you remember the X-Files and episode of that? It gets really gnarly. Do you remember the X-Files episode where that happens? Where Jeff people- Goldblum plays the fly? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I'm excited to hear this one. <laughs> that no, movie is an episode it's, of. <laughs> it's where um, they're they go to like Area 51 or something, and they're you know hunting down something, and they meet people who can like pass from space to space, and then they get like mashed together. Do you know what I'm talking about? And there's something about a gas station, and at the end, Mulder finds two dimes that like were squished. Like intersected, like they teleported but didn't quite. Yeah, they teleported, and then there's a whole thing in Harry Potter when that happens. You know, you can like get mushed up or miss an ear when you end up where you when you apparate. Yeah, or an X Men Nightcrawler can't go places he can't see the other side. Oh yeah, end up in the wall or something. But the X Files one is like the grossest one, other than the fly. What would be the creature to go through the portal with that would be cool to be like? Yeah. Yeah. 
don't know if that would be cool, depending on how it turned out. It's just your face on a dolphin, just smashing into the water. Do you remember Dolphin Boy from Sea Lab? I don't know no. if it's totally cool. Oh, vaguely, yeah. No, I oh no, I'm thinking that. of Sea Quest. I think no. it might be the same thing. I'm th- it's a similar idea. I yeah. think they just played Let's off of it. Let's talk about Florida. Yeah, can we talk about Florida for a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Do I? So I I did find. Uh, a guy who wrote a book on Florida named Craig Pittman who hmm. wanted to delve into why his home state is considered uh, the freakiest state in the United States. Mm-hmm. The book, for those of you that want to read it, is called Oh, Florida, How America's Weirdest State Influences the Rest of the Country. In this book, uh, he says, in a nutshell, in like the, the biggest terms, Florida is weirder than everyone else. Because being the third most populous state, which mm-hmm. I didn't know offhand, oh, yeah. there's uh, 20 million people living in Florida and about 100 million tourists every year that go through. And all of those people are crammed into about 35 or 40 miles. A lot of the people doing the crazy stuff are from other states. They just happen to be in Florida. But Florida is the catalyst for that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like... You know, I've done the craziest shit so when you in put, Florida. Yeah, when you put this many people into <laughs> close proximity. <laughs> well, as he puts it, when you put that many people into close proximity in that sh- small of an area, then you end up having people attacking each other with machetes and, and driving and cars into each other. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. alligators. The heat makes people do crazy things. Well, there's a couple things. There's Miami was like a crazy drug war zone for 10 years not that long ago. Welcome to Miami. Benvenido, Miami. <laughs> it's still like a big international port where like rich, crazy people from all over the world like to hang out. But it also gets hit by storms and like, and then the rest of the country can be like super backwoodsy and and awful. Um, but it's also like a swamp and it's really hot and people are like a little more unreasonable when it's hot. Mm-hmm. A little more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them go crazy. I just think there's slight reasons, but there are crazy people. Like I also just don't know what it's like to grow up in a sensible <laughs> environment. I well, suppose. another strange Florida fact. Yeah. You might know this too. Uh at the end of World War II, Florida was the second least populated state in oh. the United States. So this population boom happened uh between like 1947 or so up till now is like a very short window in which all of these people suddenly just flooded into florida i do believe that yeah i guess my hometown when my my dad is from there and as a kid it was like mainly forest in like a small old hometown and now like uh it's completely 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 developed um which is wild yeah yeah yeah, this this guy grew up there too, and he he says it's akin to being like the child from the Sixth Sense. You just constantly seeing stuff that used to be there, and then suddenly just like it was a swamp, and then it was apartment buildings, and then it was a strip mall, and then it was a strip mall with apartment buildings. Wow. It's just building on top of itself constantly there. John Grisham built a beach house in my hometown, and I guess he like immediately the first thing he said was like, "I didn't know there were so many people here. <laughs> this isn't that cool." Like, <laughs> I thought I was just hanging out on the beach, but I can't Wait, get out of my... Wait, he's like an author, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. What does uh, he write? 
I want to say it's like crime fiction. Yeah. Um, I think he has a book in the Bible. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he, he wrote one of, uh, it was, it was like Paul 27. Yeah. John um, Grissom. No, he wrote, I, think, I think he wrote like the client and all the like legal, uh, super, yeah. super popular books. Uh, the Pelican brief. Maybe. Yeah. I that believe kind of so. Stuff. Let's yeah. look this up. Yeah. Okay. He definitely just wrote books for Julia Roberts. And is like a Michael Crichton type level. Who like, wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's not at that level is what you're saying. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael Crichton. He might have a, sold, he probably sold more books. He's do probably you guys sold know, more books. Yeah, I'm sure you do know this. Michael Crichton is a creationist. Or well, was a creationist. I remember in Outside Magazine, he was listed as one of like the 10 worst people for the environment coming out of America, <laughs> like on a list with Dick Cheney years ago. Wow. Because he was writing about like eco-terrorists and it was like about how that was just like giving a bad name to environmentalism. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fight to the nail for the environment. Yeah, which was a bummer to hear because it was yeah. like, okay, let's get him. The whole legal the thrillers. List. They're called legal thrillers. I think and he had been a he lawyer. Is an attorney. Yes. Michael Crichton had been a doctor. Yeah. And he wrote ER. Yeah. True. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes George Clooney a doctor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think by that man, and that makes Julia Roberts a lawyer, right? Yeah. No, what are you talking about, Julia Roberts? She was in the Pelican Brief. Isn't that a lawyer movie? I she don't know if I ever Brief? saw that. Was it her or was it, uh, I think it's Harrison Ford or Denzel in that? One of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Pelican Brief. Yeah. 1992. That sounds right. Yeah. The Client. The Rainmaker. Uh, what else is familiar? That looks, that looks familiar. That looks familiar. I'm not looking at (laughs) it In my mind's eye. Oh my God. He wrote I just played it. I can see it. Yeah. I know what you he wrote so yeah, many. Yeah, he's like Stephen King-esque in his, Ma- like, He could of have, like, ghostwriters for some of those. I'm going to try and read some of it because, you know, I'm in the legal biz. So Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Maybe I'll enjoy it. So, Florida is also known, I believe, is it the Sunshine State? or what? Yes, yeah. Is it actually... Super sunny. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hear about all these hurricanes and things, and I'm like, it doesn't sound as sunny as it could be. But that's be. like a couple, that could be like six days in a year or something, and sometimes none. But uh, okay. Okay. hurricanes are kind of exciting, but they also can be super terrifying when uh, uh, my dad would always refuse to leave our hometown in like when there was an evacuation. Like he had his office had like a room that had a room built around it. And he thought that would, <laughs> it was like our panic room. And he's like, <laughs> a storm, a storm might get through one roof, but not two roofs. And it's like, that's yeah. <laughs> terrible logic. Right <laughs> I'm like, yeah, take through a building. I would, could, you could probably get through two roofs. Um, but and his dad's a doctor. And not to be dark on hurricanes, but like, uh, uh, if you if it was like just coming close and you knew it wasn't going to hit, it was super fun as a kid to be like, school probably got canceled. The trees would just go nuts. The ocean was going crazy. So like, your mom's like, "Don't be cooped up in the house all day. Go play in a hurricane." No, yeah, we would put on like <laughs> army helmets as little kids and go run in hurricanes for like all day. It was the greatest thing ever. As when I was in like college, I was home and. Uh, uh, it was after I had like gone out to the mountains and was uh, just bored when I went back home to Florida. But I 
I was like watching a storm off the beach and just watching the ocean go nuts. And I looked over and there was like a condo I could see from this boardwalk I was sitting on. And I just saw all the patio furniture just lift up and fly away. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I got to get I have to go home right now. Like, there's a reason there's no one else anywhere. <laughs> And I jumped on my bicycle that I had to ride back in, like... Floated up and just kind of <laughs> ET'd it home. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wicked witch of the west did it. Um, no, but, like, trees were just, like... There were just branches coming down everywhere, and it was terrifying. And uh, uh, I was like, oh, that was stupid. But, um... <laughs> okay. Can I read a Florida headline? Yeah. Please. I can't remember if I read this already, but... A Florida man tried to hire a hitman to murder his ex-girlfriend and pin her death on Black Lives Matter. <laughs> That's bad. That's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but there you go, Florida. No, it is. Uh, yeah, it's the state is very fucked up. Like, it's it's scary. The just the South and like the people that. That seem like they, <laughs> you look at like the crazy dude's dad and you're like, oh, he does look like a Civil War <laughs> person. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, no, some of the little towns in the middle of the state are insane. Like, it's, in the, Is Florida where Tiger King's from too? Or is that somewhere else? No, that's all over. That's a bunch of different places. There is a shot from down by the Everglades, like in the very beginning of that movie, there's a place I'm like, oh, I meant there. I camped there. And like me and a friend did look at the gators at this one spot. And it was this dude who like, he's in it for just like a split second. But um, I did learn that's not a good line in if you're online dating and someone mentions Tiger King a year ago when it was in the news and you're like, I actually know a person or met a person. <laughs> yeah. No, no response back from that. Yeah. I also heard that Florida is the only state that have mermaids on the payroll. I don't know. This. <laughs> you heard about this? Yeah, no. this is true. What does so that mean? I guess um, there is a roadside attraction called the Weeki Waki Springs. Oh, okay, the Weeki Waki Springs. No, yep. I don't know that. <laughs> Uh, well, they had women there that would dress up as mermaids and swim around underwater to do this show. You okay. know, uh, the Wikiwaki Springs started facing declining fortunes. Uh, the state ended up buying the whole place mm -hmm. and revamping it and bring it back out as a state-owned attraction to try to build up money for the state. Interesting. And hired back the mermaids now working on state payroll, um, and so they said that it's uh, their favorite state to audit. For, for the federal and state departments because they're auditing things like uh, the, the Florida State footing the bill for waterproof lipstick or shell bras or mermaid yeah. tails because <laughs> that's part of this uh, I mean, state-owned attraction. I think there's a group of people in the pirate club that's probably on like a non-profit payroll in my hometown because there's like people that dress up at pirates for our, our yearly shrimp festival. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about which is the greatest thing ever. Oh, what, so what is the shrimp festival? Well, like, pirates did have control of my hometown at some point. Like, within 100 years, like, they briefly ran the government uh, after, like, seven nice. other countries. Rad. So, yeah. like, that's celebrated, and, like, the mascot is the pirates. But, uh, but yeah, there's people that, like, you need to, like, be the people that are going to dress up like pirates and have, like, stuff that looks like pirates for that. So the people that actually do that are pretty bizarre uh, that, like... Um, 
yeah, you meet somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, they're in the pirate club. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, Tell us about the shrimp festival. Uh, let's see. So uh, shrimping started in my hometown, so that's why they have that. But, like, it's just. This is this island across the river from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the three. <laughs> so weird to think yeah. about still. <laughs> There's a nuclear sub base nearby also, which is weird to see like nuclear subs going out when you're like going fishing. Um, <laughs> they've literally, they get on a loudspeaker and like have yelled at me and my dad with like a gunboat and they're like, you need to back up 200 yards. <laughs> and it's like, dad, get the fucking anchor. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to be here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a bizarre place, but uh super fun there's just like tons of a million booths of different type of shrimp and like the fried shrimp are delicious uh so this is kind of where forrest gump gets his like famous line with every type of shrimp it's it's kind of just a couple types like i uh, (laughs) i mean but there's a million booths of it and everyone has their like slightly different recipe and style and take and like well it's like what a funnel cake it's like the chowder thing at the boardwalk yeah Everybody makes clam chowder. There's only yeah. two types of clam chowder, but one has bacon and one doesn't. And yeah. one's in a bread bowl and one's on the ground. And Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just slurp it off the ground. They never win, but they're the most interesting group by far. <laughs> yeah. The most wild part is like the the alligators, though. Have either of you experienced firsthand an alligator? Oh. I've seen alligators um, in, we were in Mississippi. Oh, nice. And we saw gators out there. And then again in New Orleans briefly as we went on a gator, like, fan boat tour. Oh, cool. I've never done that. Yeah. Out, it was pretty rad. Yeah. The guy out there was a very back... Like, we left New Orleans proper and went, like, an hour and a half out into the swamps. I yeah. I can't remember the town offhand, but Ayla and I went out there. And uh, we get on a little fan boat with, like, ten other people. And they take us out. And you have to pay, like, really close attention to the dude... Like giving the tour, because he can't talk like this. He was talk really fast and really hard to hear what he was saying all the time. Yeah, and he would be like, and he like had no. <laughs> he like took us out to see alligators, but he didn't really want to like talk too much about the ecology of the area or anything. Yeah. He just kind of like wanted to show yeah, us you gators were just and going get to paid. see gators. Yeah, yeah. Do you so, think he was putting on an accent? I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't it. think so. By the look of him, no. Yeah, he was pretty grizzly looking and they like showed us his house on the way by like their whole town is on stilts yeah because it's like in the swamp (laughs) and they have to keep like you know basically like rebuilding every like 10 or 15 years Uh the swamp kind of takes over everything and they have to just keep going back but they just like fish and you know take them out but some of my favorites people are trying to like ask him questions near the end of the boat tour you know about it's like how deep is the swamp out here and he's like Oh, you know, it's about as deep as it goes. <laughs> and they're like, uh, how do you know if an alligator's like a girl alligator or like a boy alligator? It's like, well, uh, you take your finger and you stick it up inside the alligator there. And if the finger pokes back, that's a boy. But if anybody sees you do it, you ain't going on any more fan boat tours. <laughs> it's like every question had an answer like that. I'm like, this is way more entertaining than actually learning. Uh, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the standard. We had a guy, Okie Finoki Joe. Oh, my God. From the o- who would come to our elementary school and like give presentations. And he was a crazy swamp dude. And it's. <laughs> 
And he, he lived up in this swamp in Georgia. He had a dog named Swampy the Dog. And he had like two Swampy the Dogs. There's one guy like eating by an alligator. Swampy one and Swampy two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he had like alligator teeth on. Like, he looked exactly like uh, Crocodile Dundee, but oh like a little more crazy <laughs> <in> like backwoods. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I wonder what paperwork Oki Finoki had to fill out to go into schools. <laughs> um, okay. I, yeah. You guys want to take a quick break? Yes. All right, let's take a quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, here's a good one. Florida man attempts to leave store with a chainsaw stuffed down his pants. (laughs) Oh. Florida man offers police officer $3 and a chicken dinner for sex. Hmm. It's, you know, not the worst offer I've ever had. (laughs) Florida man steals uh, 36,000 pounds of Crisco. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you... (laughs) You got to be like getting it from the back of the store. You're not like in the yeah, store while it's operating. Yeah, to get, get that much. Yeah. Florida yeah. man caught with active meth lab in his pants. <laughs> How does that work? Because you get a chainsaw. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the same guy in all of these. He's just <laughs> he also builds chips in a bottle to practice for this. Okay, here's a good one. Florida man accidentally butt dials 911 while cooking meth with his mom. <laughs> 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 the family that cooks meth together stays together. That's true, though. Yeah. So I also heard that Florida has one of the biggest nudist colonies. Huh. Like, probably South Florida. I could see that, maybe. Yeah. Supposedly, clothing optional colonies is a huge thing uh, in Florida. Uh, Supposedly, there's a woman at a nudist colony who went for a swim and ended up battling an alligator. And then the equally nude husband came to rescue her. And uh, (laughs) everyone stood by and watched. I guess the guy got the alligator away from the girl and escaped. And he's known as the bravest guy they know. Oh, my God. That's can I I thought I was being eaten by an alligator once. You yeah. just <laughs> I was pretty sure exactly. I was water skiing in this river filled with gators. You know this story? No, you I don't. Mean, probably, probably. <laughs> but uh, my brother had been. We'd seen a big gator earlier, and my dad would make us water ski in these murky rivers uh, filled with gators, and uh, we'd seen a gator. And then at one point, my brother was in the water, and he started like screaming for help, and it was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Uh, but it, sorry. Uh, but it turned out he he got stung by a jelly jellyfish. So later in the day, they have jellyfish in the same rivers as alligators. <laughs> turns so. out they're yeah, um, crazy place. Yeah, but wild. not a ton of them. But they're there. Uh, but uh, I was skiing and we were like headed back because like if you go back and forth, you have a little bit of like okay, maybe the boat scared him off is what you told yourself. But uh, we were back over. Uh, a new area and all of a sudden the boat stopped and my dad starts screaming and I can't tell what he's saying so immediately my brain's like oh this is not good whatever you're screaming about and I'm swimming and I'm trying to put the skis in front of me 
and I believed I was in like 30 feet of water and then I kicked something and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And, uh, and then all of a sudden it was like really rough. And then my arm comes up and I'm bleeding from one arm and then another arm goes in. And I started like thrashing. Cause I'm like, well, I have no idea what's happening. Like time's stopped for me now. Other arms thrashing. Uh, it turns out I was on an oyster bed and I was like, ow, like slapping oh. oysters. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. So it wasn't an alligator, but it was oysters. Yeah. But you almost got was, eaten by oysters. Yeah. By oysters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How old were you? You're like 22. Uh, I think I was like 13 or 14 or oh something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. an oysters attack. Yeah. Well, Florida, Florida also uh, coined the phrase, don't tase me, bro, I guess. And the American lexicon, it's been most used in Florida and of anywhere in the world, in yeah. fact. Uh, and supposedly, leading back to that nudist colony, there is a nudist who wanted to propose to his nudist girlfriend, but picked the wrong apartment building. And knocked on the door nude, <laughs> kneeling down with the ring, and uh, a different man opened the door, saw him, and immediately tased him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That'd be a hell of a shocker. Yeah, to, like, open the door. hell of a shocker. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. <laughs> oh, Florida! Have we had enough of Florida? I think about Florida, and I think like it's not that it's just that wild compared to like shit that happens in like texas new york or california exactly but it's like when you buy a red truck and then you notice red trucks everywhere when you notice that things are crazy in florida you just keep noticing florida yeah it is like a guaranteed if you put that as your headline people are probably gonna like read a line or two into it yeah. and people like to think about warm sunniness for a split second True. i think yeah uh, yeah which that, that is a nice aspect I met Mr. Kool-Aid once as a little you, kid, and that was Mr. maybe the highlight of my life, yeah. You didn't drink I was like Kool-Aid, four, though. so I really thought I was meeting Mr. Kool-Aid. The at highlight like, of your life? No, that's not true. But it was, I was super psyched. <laughs> no, let's like, go with that. That's yeah. the highlight of your life. That's the highlight of your life. <laughs> Do you all remember him? He'd kick through the wall. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. yeah. But, which is like, yeah, uh, just nostalgic to think of. But like, but to imagine you're meeting like a thing that's a container of liquid of like sugar that's talking also okay here's the debate Uh is his face the liquid or is it on the glass yeah i don't know well i felt so here's the thing it's a little both i feel like just like a body with blood right like the face is on the glass but then the liquid inside is like his yeah, life okay. blood. That's the most yeah. reasonable theory I've heard so far. Yeah, because I've heard people say I've like he's only the glass or he's <laughs> only the juice, but I think he has to be both, right? Because he moves like the juice stays inside the container and he moves on those legs. Yeah. I don't know how those legs would move without a little juice. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. You cleared up my I'm mystery glad. issue. <laughs> um, should should we get into some quick some quick news? Yeah. Yeah. The first thing that we found out, I believe this week actually, is um, Dave. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, Jeopardy has been hosting a competition after Alex Trebek died to try to find. I read a quarter of an article on this Perfect. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you've got it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about <laughs> Jeopardy. Nice. Now we've had a bunch of hosts come up. We uh, we had uh, Mayim 
Balik, yeah. yeah, who was from Big Bang Theory, or and she was Sheldon's girlfriend. She was also hmm. in Blossom. Bl- Blossom, thank you. She was Blossom. She yeah. was Blossom. Okay, yeah, 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 and she she's also a neuroscientist herself mm-hmm. or a neurobiologist. Yeah. Um, we had uh, we had, of course, everyone's top pick who've been fighting for forever, Lavar Burton. Yeah. We had Dr. Oz, who got yeah. bravely bad reviews. Yeah. We had, man, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. They had a famous football player on there. Do you know who that was? Uh, the football player? Hold on, I'm looking. It, it wasn't the guy who always wins. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady retires from the NFL. <laughs> yeah, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I would have loved that, though. Aaron Rodgers? Oh, Aaron, okay. Yeah, yeah Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, the Green Bay quarterback. Oh. Close to retirement. Oh, really? Yeah. So we had a, a gam- I think it was a total of or 12 of them or so. They had, I think it was, what's his name? Buddy or Buzz or something Buzzy who won Cohen. the most. Aldrin. Buzzy yeah. Cohen, who's won the, not Aldrin, who's uh, <laughs> won the most times on Jeopardy. Anyway, yeah. uh, after all of the picks, they had to decide finally who is going to host Jeopardy. And the person they picked, to everyone's dismay, <laughs> Is Mike Richards, who Me. is the executive producer of the show, and the whitest man on earth? <laughs> Why they choose the whitest him? man on earth? Not a celebrity by any means. Yeah. And although he did have a good hosting gig, everyone was—I mean, basically everyone was pretty much behind Lavar Burton or I'm going to butcher Mayim her name, Mayim Bialik, because you're either a female actual scientist. Or a black, like, host of so much of what we remember as youth. Like, everyone who watches Jeopardy now is coming into that age. It's like we've all kind of been in the Reading yeah, Rainbow era, the, like, the Star Trek era. Alex Trebek was a gem of a human being, but we didn't need another, like, white dude. You know? And another white yeah. dude that also, uh, turns out, has a little bit of a shady past as well. Oh, really? Oh, really? He's an implicated in dis- discrimination lawsuits with former models pants. that have been on the shows, and he paid out about $8.5 million uh, he- in damages for those different cases of discrimination and so forth. Uh, so, yeah, everybody kind of got a little upset. And we'll see. Uh, I think the ratings in Jeopardy, they said they're expecting to kind of go down a bit. Yeah, uh, but they've made their decision probably because this guy's also going to continue to be executive producer, so he's double dipping that pen and that ink, baby. Do you think at all? And like, I think that's probably the worst choice. But like, do you think at all they were like? And I haven't seen the guy, but uh, from the looks of him, they were like, let's get the person with the least personality, so he doesn't like outshine the show in any regard, and like be. A I mean, it's pretty hard to. That show is yeah. just asking questions of very, very intelligent very boring people. yeah you gotta be like i think someone needs it. to shine somewhere yeah, yeah. somehow your back had that balance of yeah, like he was a gem yeah he was perfect yeah yeah think, sorry folks but lavar burton would make so much sense because our generation watched him in elementary school like yeah. uh and then uh next generation was probably like the Kind of a mind-stretching show, which I didn't really watch because. And he had thousands upon thousands of you know of like he wasn't originally even supposed to be one of the hosts, and someone brought up Lavar Burton would be a great host, and yeah. they ended up putting a petition out. Which yeah. is the reason he got a hosting chance in the first place. It tells you right away, like there's your viewership right there is yeah. already 
rating yeah. for this guy. But yeah. anyway, you know what, Mike Richards? I had a fart yesterday that sounded exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> no one was around, but I, I was so happy. Uh, in other quick news, uh, it was Mustard Day the other day. Did you guys know this? I, I did. No, uh, I did not know. Early that. August, it was Mustard Day. So French's for Mustard Day. Day put out a mustard-flavored ice cream. Disgusting. That's right. <laughs> August 3rd. That sounds off. It was vanilla with yellow mustard on it and stirred into it. Cool Hoss, the ice cream sandwich company, teamed up with French's to make a French's mustard ice cream. Uh, they describe the taste as being a creamy, sweet, soft pretzel with a hint of mustard taste. Because they were too afraid to actually double down on mustard as an actual <laughs> flavor. <laughs> now, the recipe is online. Uh, if you guys look up mustard ice cream or kitchen fun. I would try it. Um, yeah, I tried to get some together for you guys for today. It's not a hard recipe. I just didn't have all the kitchen tools necessary to pull yeah. it off. Uh, I'm offended. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And go to the mustard ice cream store. <laughs> yeah. my, my original plan was just to have you try the ice cream without telling you what it was first and then oh, see uh, how it went. <laughs> I could probably like eat it all before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd be like, oh, this is good. I wouldn't like it, but I'm like, well. I like some weird flavors. I don't have a job. <laughs> I should, <laughs> should get the calories where you can get them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean uh dave we do this thing called vibe of the world if it's news outside of the united states i like to give the people a vibe of the world right yeah so we're gonna you want to take a little trip with us real quick i'm down let's go right. <laughs> hold my hand up. it can okay. get going real fast it. here we go Ooh, that's good time traveling yeah, it's perfect for that. Really, we're we're yeah. not time traveling, really. It's it's recent news. It's just uh, it's just not in the United States. Oh, oh that's we're, what you we're said. taking a trip over to Taiwan first. Yeah, that's not that's space. That's not time. So uh, okay, I know you're Dave. an Instagram fan, Janine. Yeah. So if you want to look up these folks, uh, want show as young is their Instagram handle. Want show as young. Uh, they are the world's oldest Instagram influencers. Uh, the names are Chang Wanji and Shu Shou Er. It came up really fast. Yeah, they're really famous now. They have over 650,000 oh followers. Oh my god, they are so cute. They're an octogenarian couple. Yeah. Uh, meaning they're in the, both in their 80s, an 80-something couple. They own a laundry shop in Taiwan, and they had uh, their grandson at one point they're goofing around with him and they kept telling him that there's all these clothes being left over in taiwan all these young people's yeah. fashionable clothes that they just keep not coming back to pick up so they dressed themselves in these outfits and had their grandson oh snap God. an instagram photo of them posing as young youth in their little outfits oh, and smart. it just blew up it's on so instagram cute. say the name one more time want show as young uh, they are nice. at want show as young uh they uh <laughs> look at this they're 83 and 84 i know they're adorable so old clothes abandoned the at the laundry for years <laughs> are now <laughs> being reused for photo Dave's shoots with the grandson no, i swear i wrote it want show as young. i'll send it to you <laughs> nothing no results found. and they're Sorry. hoping to let everyone know that age is not a barrier to have fun and fashion true and even old clothing can be transformed into trendy outfits I love it. heck yeah 
Yeah. So uh, this all started in the height of the pandemic. Uh, soon after that, they started putting up these photos, and now it's become a tradition with their grandson. They take these outfits every week and post new photos up. They, I mean, everybody is worth worth the whatever you do there, like and follow. So there's this, you know, they have a like in your Insta, you have your little profile picture and then you have like a description underneath, right? Yeah, you so got one for us. There's is in Taiwanese. And then if you press C translation, it says um, old man emoji, parentheses, years old, X, old woman emoji, emoji, SOO, years old, equals million under washing robe, plus guest abandoned and died, D-I-E-D, clothes, okay? Um, and then it says, grandson, I'm going to go to the middle of the day, and I'm going to go to the middle of the day, and I'm going to go to the middle of the day, and I'm going to go to the middle of the day. I love it. So, what does that mean? <laughs> I could not tell you. I think that's a very yeah. bad translation. Yeah. Or we're missing something. I was spelling want with an O. Like, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I will not. Yeah. That's where I just like to point that. So this, uh, this couple has been overwhelmed by the worldwide support. Uh, they started giving away oh, this is uh, patches of their laundry shop logo that people around the world are now wearing. They're so cute. Yeah, so that's our way to support sustainable fashion with the most fashionable 80-year-olds I've ever seen. Yeah. And now we make our way to, I believe, Amsterdam or that region. So, uh, Boy Jan Slat is his name. He's dubbed the Boy Genius. I used to play dice with him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Do, do, I mean, I guess dice <laughs> is more of a game of chance, right? So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you could do all right with that. So he creates solar-powered barges that help us clean our rivers. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yep, that's the end of that story. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it all started... When he went on a diving trip to Greece, he was only 16 years old, and instead of being wowed by the wonders of the underwater world, he was mortified to see more plastic than fish. Mm -hmm. After that, he kind of made it his mission to clean up the oceans and rivers. So he created his own environmental organization that's literally doing the largest cleanup in history. Wow. Sweet. Yeah, he started with a great Pacific garbage patch, as they called it. And he took uh, care of it, and we're good in this plan? Uh, we're yeah. still going. We're still going. But <laughs> he went on, uh, he created a passive floating device that basically goes around and scoops up garbage and waters. It has solar-powered roof, so it's totally sustain- sustainable, sustainable, mm-hmm. and clean. Uh, and he goes after everything from single-use plastic straws to those little things that catch fishies and ducks and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he thinks that instead of using people to try to do cleanups once in a while, he can just let these things roam the rivers and eventually oceans all over on their own. Actually, turns out he's already got an ocean one, too. A big rig ocean cleanup team now, too, that's doing the same things. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. He has now just put out his newest device, the Interceptor, which is intercepting trash in rivers around the world now to help us get back to a more sustainable place. This thing kind of looks like... It kind of looks like a Tesla dildo. (laughs) In all honesty. Mm. Uh, Do you think... 
It, that sounds like a more efficient and better one because there's been a few things that have like tried stuff like that, but obviously like haven't been effective. Do you think that's it's picking up the plastic and it's bringing it back, but is that plastic just going to end back up in the ocean? Oh, you're right. I'm I'm hoping they're. I, I mean, it doesn't say in this one, but I'm assuming they're trying to work with recycling initiatives and other things mm-hmm. to sustainably continue yeah. forward that motion. Because in the ocean, it's just breaking down as fast as it can, and it gets to where it like, can't be picked up, and it's just like plastic in the right. water that's like mutating all the fish, and or, or just like pollution at its worst there. Right. And I, and I think the goal is to get it before then and move it to a different ocean he doesn't have to see. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Arctic Ocean. Uh, there's some very local news too. I don't know if you heard. I have more world the news. Taliban just took over Santa Cruz. I oh God! This news, is, this news <laughs> to make light of that situation. Yeah. What's your local uh, news? Uh, Tyler Gilbert. He's a local from Boulder Creek. I believe he's uh, 20 some odd years old. He got picked up by uh, the Diamondbacks. That's Arizona. Oh, well, Arizona right? baseball team as their pitcher. Uh, and he just recently, this week, became the fourth player in MLB history to throw a no-hitter in his first career starting game. Oh, wow. shit. Yeah. Nice. So he is Good already a Hall of Famer from Boulder Creek on his first game pitching against Creek? the Padres. Wow. Nice. Yeah, Good all those throwing him. rocks at ducks really paid off for him. In the end. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get somebody in trouble. Nobody threw, no ducks were harmed during the making of this podcast. Son, if you don't quit killing ducks every day, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I had a thing to share. Okay, let's share. Okay, it's this, it's this thing that they had in a bar. And I don't know where it was. I thought it was in England because the woman who posted it is English, but maybe it's somewhere else. But it's like this poster that if you're, it's like an extra menu thing. And it says, are you on a date that isn't going well? Is your date not who they said they were in their profile? Do you feel unsafe or even a bit weird? Is someone bothering you or making you feel uncomfortable? We're here to help. Just go to the bar and ask your server for an angel shot. If you take it neat, it means someone will escort you to your vehicle. If you take it dressed, someone will call you an Uber or a Lyft. If you take it with Lyme, then we will call the local police. Wow. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's That's, so good. That's rad. It's one restaurant that's doing that? It's, I mean, the The restaurant is just known for getting really shitty men in it, it sounds like. It's a chili (laughs) store. But it's a... Every time they've called the police. (laughs) It's called the Frisco Bar and Grill, so maybe it's in San Francisco, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But I just think it's genius, yeah. and it should be everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's akin to those. They they make coasters and stuff that you can rip off a piece of and stick in the corner of your drink to tell you if your drink is drugged or not. They yeah. have all these like, uh-huh. little secret ways to yeah, keep but it, people safe. But what's sad is it has to be secret. Yeah. You know? Like, you're not allowed to keep yourself safe. But anyway, yeah. I thought that was really cool. No, that that's super this. cool. Yeah. That's fragile masculinity right there. Yeah, and I just wanted to like share that it exists somewhere, and hopefully it'll exist other places. It would it would be a practical thing to have something along those lines, Mm -hmm. like at every place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, it's for public safety. It's so sad that that'd be practical, but like, yeah, yeah, or maybe. You know, it'd be nice if that could be available, but never have to be utilized. Yeah, and maybe 
it would be a piece of our society going that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's, I thought it was good. It's good. Good on chilies. Yeah. No, Frisco Bar and Grill. <laughs> Frisco Bar yeah. and Grill. <laughs> chilies. So, Dave, we haven't really got a chance to, I mean, we did get to interview about Florida, but I know you're, you're, a, uh, you're an up-and-coming comedian as well, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I hope you're not mistaken. All right. Uh, maybe, like, it's, it's been a slow burn uh, as far as, well, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what, what's that like? What's your, what's your process? It's pretty funny. What, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I mean, that's the goal, right? Well, I, uh, I wrote uh, jokes for 18 years, and then I finally did stand-up two years ago, and uh, I had a good uh, amount of material to delve into <laughs> to where I got a few minutes out of. But um, no, I was mainly doing improv a few years ago, and I guess I was saying, like, I moved back to Yosemite, so I wasn't, I was out of the world, but I'm trying to, like... But you did, like, the Thursday Night General Store improv, right? <laughs> at the grill uh, they were talking about doing that a year or two years ago of course they were I did try to do stand up once in Yosemite and it, it went good although I drank a ton before it. I went I showed up at it and my one of my friends was like wanted it to happen I'm like this doesn't make any sense like where are we going to do it like no one's going to get it like this isn't a uh, a comedy show it's gonna be your backyard everybody it's gonna be the saddest thing ever like the most pathetic thing and so i finally was like you gotta get an opener you gotta like make it like uh, it's gonna be a show and tell people and like you gotta get most of the people kind of drunk before it uh um and i showed up to their place and i like got in a bunch of stuff together and i got there and i was all stress and I saw my two friends who were doing it and they were like nobody's here (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then you did it in front of nobody a few people showed up but a tight ten in front of nobody but uh yeah no I got some good cheese material you got some good cheese material eating too much cheese which is a real thing for me I've yeah. I've been pretty good about it lately, but as far as Can like, I tell Tyler what we call it. Yeah, yeah. It's called if you eat too much cheese and then you have like a stomach ache or something. It's called having a case of the Dave's. Well, like a <laughs> stomach ache at Dave's. best case scenario, because yeah, like, like extreme anxiety. <laughs> no, or like a massive headache that like I don't think I've had a migraine, but like I have to imagine this is in the ballpark of it when you've like eaten a block of cheese really fast. <laughs> Like and then a you blo- feel oh, like a block. Yeah, and there's yeah. like a, a corner in there that you didn't chew at all, and it's like poking the back of an eyeball. Is what it feels like, people. Uh, I can't be in the same room as Pepper Jack. <laughs> My sponsor would kill me. Dave has an issue. Um, <laughs> which, so I, I, I was thinking. Uh, this uh, was miserable, but something that just happened to me uh, a few days ago. Or I got a letter like two weeks ago, and I just started for- forwarding my mail because I just moved in this area. And uh, there was this bill, and it was like a medical bill for 160 bucks. And I'm like, oh my god, like what is this from? I don't want to pay that. And uh, it said four nursing home visits, <laughs> and uh, I'm like. <laughs> Did, did that happen? <laughs> like, 
like you were in a fugue state. Did I go to like some doctor appointment? But it, I didn't realize it was at a nursing home or something. And I'm like, no, no, like this, <laughs> this did not happen. I mean, Janine pointed out and was like, well, it says nursing home. So like <laughs> something is awry with this. And uh, I did call. At first, I was like, I'm just, I'm obviously not going to pay that. Somebody got some of my information and like sent this thing to me, but I don't think they have enough to like send it to a creditor or something. And then like I had a stack of paperwork and a few days ago, I was like, I should go through this. And, uh, and I finally was like, I should call my insurance to see if they were hit up. And at first this person was nice and they're like, let's see, let's see. And they're like, oh yeah, uh, blah, 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 this place. And I'm like, oh no. And, uh, they're like, yeah. And this woman said like, oh, I've never seen this in my career. (laughs) Um, and, uh, there was like four different hospitals, one place with like six beds. Um, but they got some of my information and that my insurance paid them for my, uh, for your stint at the yeah. hospital. And she was just like, she was just helping me out of the fact that she was like, as a human being, this is really yeah. messed up. And I'm like, uh, she was like turning into my lawyer and she's like, but, uh, we're not allowed to talk to credit or creditors won't talk to us or something. So I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. it's a whole thing. Are you still dealing? Like, are I think I'm kind of like just not dealing with it. And then if I get some more mail, because there's a number on it and I call that and it just goes to voicemail immediately. And I'm scared to give them like more information. Like, have you like called the nursing home to be like, hi, is Dave there? I don't have a number. <laughs> What if I am there in the yeah. future is what I'm future you. concerned about. Yeah. It's probably the most practical thing. Yeah, in the future you couldn't figure out how to get a hold of you. He's like, you know, just build younger Dave. He'll figure it out. It's Dave Connor. <laughs> yep. Dave Connor, McClintock, McClintock. <laughs> oh, like Terminator. Hello. Yeah, I got it. I God. got the Connor reference. Oh, okay. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it! She's tried the Terminator thing like uh, like uh, several episodes now, and it just keeps falling flat for some reason. What? What are you talking about? It, you know, it always hits. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> just knocking him out of the park. Yeah, but Arnold Arnold did that zombie movie a few years back that was actually pretty. Yeah, really. Daughter's a zombie. Yeah, where his daughter's a zombie. It was good. What was that called? Um, it had a, the Junior. girl's name. Yeah. Oh. It was killed Junior. It was the sequel to Junior. Yeah. Junior too. It was, it was after he birthed his daughter. Yeah. Set in a zombie yeah, apocalypse exactly. world. It was the daughter was Abigail Breslin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was thirteen years after Junior. It was called oh. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just called seventies and days before Step Up One. Yep. You know? <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, so it was my dad's birthday yesterday, oh, by the really? way. He's 68. Happy mm. birthday to your dad. Yeah, happy Duke, birthday, Duke. Duke. Happy birthday, Duke. Uh, and he really likes telling jokes, and he has, like, a lot of really good ones. I thought this would be interesting, because Dave is a comedian. Like, he's, he's like, the storyteller, some joke teller, greatest. too. Yeah, some, some do. <laughs> Mostly Dave. McClintock says that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's told us so many great jokes through the years. But last night, he mentioned a joke that his parents had told him and his he has like five sisters and a brother and all of them know the joke too and it's not a joke and everyone in the family last night was like 
A lot of people say that about my comedy. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a joke and it's not funny, but his joke was, what's the difference between a duck? What? Yeah, that's pretty much how we responded too. And I guess the answer is the right leg is the same as the left. And extra confusing, double confusing. It's completely nonsensical, right? There's not like, it makes absolutely no sense. And my dad is positive. The difference is the space, right? But but they say there's no difference. So what's the difference between a duck? The right leg is the same as the left. And we've heard other versions of it too, like the legs are the same or something like that. But any version of it, it's it's absolutely nonsensical and it makes no sense and it's not funny. (laughs) And I promised myself when I went home last night because I couldn't sleep. I was just like thinking about it like am i missing something <laughs> what the hell yeah is that supposed to mean and so i went through all these different things in my mind making like charts and graphs the space between or, or is it something to do with like how people stand and they have like yeah. duck feet you know is what they call it when they stand and their feet are slightly different oh you I know? Get it. like they're spaced oh, apart uh, differently yeah. and it's just none of it really made sense so i did a little digging did mm-hmm. a lot of digging. Mm-hmm. There's a little digging. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, in a random forum in this one place, at least this guy claims that uh, this is something that he wrote. So in 1969, while attending Federal Way High School in Washington State, there is a journalism class all sitting around telling a bunch of crappy puns and stupid jokes and trying to make them up on the spot to be funny. And uh, according to this man, Dave Lagergren... This was his absolutely nonsensical joke, which then eventually got sent off to uh, Mad Magazine. Magazine, yeah. Who then ran this joke as well? Cultural phenomenon, which also made no sense then. And even Dave himself says the intent was just to be nonsensical. The whole point was just to confuse people, and then they'd laugh because of how stupid I was and not telling a joke that had any point. Mm He's like, it's supposed to be a play off of like, what's the difference between a blonde and an ironing board? It's something racy, I'm yeah. sure, but that's what they bring up here. <laughs> like, We're gonna have to cancel you. Yeah. Uh, so this is Dave. Sorry, Dave, to throw you into the bus there. But anyway, uh, supposedly the joke has just traveled far and wide all over the world now as this nonsensical, non-purposeful joke mm. that people say. I remember a Duke joke. You remember a Duke joke? Yeah, he told he. I heard him say. I heard him say, I think I'm getting this right. I heard him say, what does a fly do without wings? I don't know what. It walks. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's good. That's, yeah, very, very classic. Yeah. <laughs> God, I I know he's told me so many, and I'm completely blanking now on yeah. on just about any of them. Uh, except for a couple that I'm not going to say on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, there are such good ones, though. I have, you know. Oh, I have one for you. Okay, so I have one, uh, a classic one for you. So my dad likes story jokes that are a little long-winded, so bear with me for Uh a second. But uh, one of the jokes he used to tell us was that uh, it's it's the Vietnam War, right? Everything is uh, kicking off. The draft starts. Everyone's waiting around to see who gets drafted. Uh, this young guy gets sent to the draft and, you know, he's running through the motions. They're they're all standing in line, this big military base. They're handing out their uniforms. They're handing out their helmets. They're handing out their guns, going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And, and he's kind of towards the back of the line. And 
And then people start cutting in front of him, and he's like, you know, whatever. I don't want to be like the first guy into this war. I'll be, I'll be the last <laughs> sure, guy to come sure. through the line. Yeah. So he's going through, and he and he gets a uh, he gets his uh, rifle. His no, no, he gets his outfit. You know, his uniform. Yeah, uniform. Isn't there a name for it? Outfit. Military yeah. outfit. <laughs> uniform. Yeah. Uniform. Either way, he gets his uh, uniform. Fatigues. He puts his helmet on his head, and he gets up to to the gun line, and like, oh, you know, we just ran out of guns. <laughs> he's like. Are you- are you, what are you kidding me he was just, he's like yeah I, we're just plumb out of guns nice knife. <laughs> he's like but you're gonna be fine just just do this for me all right stick out your hands like okay he's like and and then we're gonna pull three of your fingers back see looks kind of like a gun right and then and then pull on your thumb there and cock it you're all ready to go hop on the helicopter we're getting out of here and he's like you got to be kidding me he's like no no and don't point it at me but you're just gonna point it out to whatever you're gonna hit and when you're ready you just aim that finger gun right like that and you go bangity bangity you'll be fine Good luck. Good luck, soldier. Sends them on the helicopter, and they take off, right? So they fly in. There's there's bombs everywhere. I have to interrupt real fast. This isn't a real story, or it is? It's a good, good joke. Okay, I'm sorry. This is I'm a sorry. real I'm story, sorry. Dave. Oh, it's a gun joke. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, they land They land in Vietnam, right? And there's there's fire, gunfire everywhere, yeah. and bombs everywhere, and people are running out of the helicopters, and he runs out, too, holding his, his hand up like a gun. Yeah cocks his finger and just like dives down behind some things in the rice paddy and everybody's you know fires going everywhere friends of his are getting shot down and he's the last person in his little platoon sitting there behind you know and they're creeping up over the hill and so he goes okay i can do this i can do this and he jumps up and goes bangity bangity soldier falls he's like oh my bangity 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 and the people are just falling all over the place and ducks down again with gunfire of his head and jumps back up bangity 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 next thing he knows it's just him and one lone other man yeah and he goes pretty to sure stand it's not up. a real story everybody he he goes to stand up looking out over the rice paddy and this guy's just coming towards him very slowly uh-huh. just walking at an ease pace towards him he points at him he goes bangity bangity Guy doesn't go down, and he keeps going. Guy uh-huh. just keeps getting closer and closer and closer. Bangity, 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 bangity. Nothing, nothing at all. And as he gets a little closer, he can hear, hear the guy in the distance going, tankity, 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 tankity. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a long one. That's a dick that joke. Good. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. I genuinely, for a split second, was like, what? They told him to point his gun? Like, his fingers like a gun? Like, See, it could have been a joke all on its own right when you said, oh, we're plumb out of guns. Right? Yeah. But then you got to take it further. Find yeah. a nickel for every time you said, plumb out of guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Duke is famous for his jokes. And oh, then this good. one, what's the difference between a duck? Was yeah. just... That's crazy. For his 68th birthday, he told the worst joke in human history. <laughs> What's the difference between the duck? Love it. Good job, Duke. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is a joke or just a, uh, just me talking naturally, but, um, you know, um, I don't have any tattoos. A lot of people do. You two each have yeah. mini tattoos. I have, I have two. So mm-hmm. I finally decided on I'm going to get one. And it's going to be on a bold spot, and it's going to be on my penis for my first tattoo, and it's going to be of another penis, because no matter what, my penis will look bigger by comparison. And I'm not saying it's small, but it will look bigger. (laughs) Good night, everybody.
That's your fucking joke. That's how he's going to end the podcast tonight. The good night, everybody. It's a fucking there. It's a dumb fucking joke. Okay, everybody. I love, hey, I love that. On that note, hey, everybody. Uh, good night, everybody. This, yeah. good, good night, guys. This is If been you want to create my Patreon and put money in it, feel free to. Yeah, wh- how do we find that, Dave? Oh, it, it, you have to create it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, I would, I would lose more of my identity out there publicly. And uh, did I do a corrections but, corner on accident? Uh, yeah, That's not the did. one we're looking for. Thank you guys for having Thank me. You, Thank Dave. you, Dave. Hey, everybody, this has been featuring Jeff Goldblum. It's been featuring me, Tyler Armstrong, and featuring me, Austin Armstrong. Oh. <laughs> And featuring Dave McClintock McLean, everybody. Right. That and, was a good one. Yeah, and I thought the weirdest thing was that the show is called Featuring Jeff Goldblum, and he was here the whole time, but he did not speak. He's like, just really shy. We should know. have thought of putting him on the mic, like, for a <laughs> second, just for a second. Yeah, we keep trying, keep saying it's not good for his image, but he likes to That's, hang out and just yeah. eat all of my Cheez-Its in the corner. Yeah, I would bring him down. <laughs> he would not make another movie. <laughs> He'd be living in Felton on a mattress on the ground. Uh, <laughs> it was worse just, things. True. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Thanks, everybody. Hey, stay safe out there. Uh, you know, uh, I don't. I don't. The know. world's falling I, apart. Yeah, stay I'm, safe out I, there. I have no advice for you other than please stay safe. Because holy crap. Yeah. yeah. Be, be safe, everybody. We'll see you again next week, guys. Actually, we won't see you, or maybe we will. <laughs> yeah, you better check your features on that smartphone. Nighty night. Love and kisses.